0: Good morning, everybody. Happy to see you all this morning. First, I want to apologize. I'm a little sick today, but not COVID. (laughs) So I am tested. Um, So before I start to talk, I would like to do a short meditation. So please find a comfortable posture. Keep your back straight as much as you can. Gently close your eyes. Take few deep, long breaths and relax your whole body. Please do it three times. Breathe in and let go and relax. experience, relaxation and peace. Feel harmony with your body. Feel close to yourself. Now send your loving thoughts towards yourself, thinking, May I be well. May I be happy, may I be peaceful. Understand the meaning of each word clearly and deeply, then repeat it to yourself. May I be well, may I be happy, may I be peaceful. Having loving motivation towards yourself, now slowly turn your attention to the subtle sensation of the breath. Every breath you take in, you take out is taken mindfully. Focus on your natural, ordinary breaths. Now observe your mind, observe your body, your body is relaxed, your mind is calm, tranquil and peaceful. Make a strong determination to practice meditation every day, regularly, with diligence and patience. Understand how important this meditation practice is to keep yourself well, happy, peaceful and balanced. May peace be with you, may you be well, may you be happy, may you be peaceful, choose loving kindness. Thank you very much, please open your eyes. Last Sunday also, I did the UU uh, service in the morning. So I'm so used to uh, UU churches. Uh, Sometimes people call me in the UU community, I'm a UU Buddhist monk. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know, I'm so used to UU church services. I do so many all the time. And also my temple, also former UU church right it is 120 years old building i was teaching meditation at the uu community nine years nine years later they announced they are going to sell the church they asked me to purchase the building so then i said i'm a monk i live by donation i don't have money to buy a church so anyway i announced to people one saturday morning then all my american friends they said no let's do it so one lady donated a hundred thousand and all the money came in and i purchased the building now i'm a buddhist monk i have a church (laughs) so after i uh, get this building people were thinking i take everything down make it to the buddhist temple i said i'm not that much unkind and so i used to live with jesus last nine years rest of my life i can live with him no problem now we call the blue lotus buddhist temple look like a church when you walk into our sanctuary like this First thing you will see, 14 feet tall, Jesus standing. Other side, 9 feet tall, Buddha standing. <laughs> that is the combination of my temple, Buddha and Jesus, uh, standing side by side. And they are practicing loving kindness and you know, mindfulness every day and no conflict at all. Sometimes conflict is in people, not them, right? So anyway, now you know, we have 386 meditation classes per year. So it's a very busy place, and also we have a few centers around the country. So that's my life journey. So I want to share you some wisdom. One day, one man came to see me. He's one of our former uh, president of the Blue Lotus Temple. He said, Bhante, I want to meet you. I said, sure. Then he came. The moment he see me, he started to cry. He's 70 years old. And he's a big business owner. I know he has lots of money. Then he, said, he told me a story, Bhante, when I was young, I started my first job when I was 15 years old. My parents and my grandparents had a business. They said, if you want to have a quality life, please work hard, make more money, then you can be happy. That's what my grandparents and parents said. They were believing in man- money. So I was believing it too, then I worked so hard I made lots of money I can see that then now I'm 70 years old I was sick I had the heart issue then I was thinking nothing to worry why I have money if I have money I can fix everything that's what he was believing he went to all the big hospitals in Chicago land he was thinking he can take care of himself but they couldn't figure it out then he was thinking it's okay I have money he was thinking, I go into the most expensive hospital in the country, you know, Rochester, Minnesota, and I went to the Mayo Clinic. Then a group of doctors and nurses worked with me, but they couldn't figure it out. Now I am mad. Now I am sad. I feel so disappointed. I am angry with myself, my money, and everything. I don't know what to do. That's why I made this appointment with you. Then he said something amazing So he was sitting there before I reached to the temple. Bhante, I want to let you know, today I experienced in front of the Buddha and Jesus, I had the strong feeling, peaceful feeling inside me. I cannot buy this feeling using my money. Now think about how beautiful your country, where you live. If you have money or your credit card or your bank card, if you want to buy something, you can drive through and buy it how powerful this country dry through you know it's very interesting i was giving a talk long time ago in the penn state uh, while i was traveling around here uh, so one young man after my talk bante you know i'm very interested what you said you know everything is past space in this culture there is a church in somewhere in central pennsylvania he said i don't know where it is there's a drive-through church I said, what? <laughs> drive through church? I don't believe it. No, if you don't believe it, I will take you there. I asked him, how is work? People don't have time to go to church Sunday morning. What they do, they get in the car, get the coffee through the Starbucks drive through, and then go drive through church. They have three buttons, like a bank. Push the button, put the credit card, or make the donation. According to their donation, they can hear a sermon. Then I said, wow, that's very interesting to me. What I'm going to do, you gave me a perfect business idea, right? After I go back to the Blue Lotus Temple, we are a perfect place to start the drive-through, and I'm going to do drive-through mindfulness. <laughs> I made the joke. They start to laugh. I think I cannot do that. So that's how we live in this country. So we have lots of material things here in this country. I'm coming from poor nation, island nation, 20 million people. We don't have that many choices. These days we are going really rough time in Sri Lanka. Okay. So now I was reading a magazine published in Australia. It says 60% of the world wealth in the United States, all other 40 all over the world. So if material things are our ultimate happiness, this nation has to be the happiest nation in the world. This is my country too. I love this country, but we know we have all the issues. Sometimes these days we have a financial crisis in Sri Lanka. You know, people are traveling to Sri Lanka with me soon. So some people are concerned to travel to Sri Lanka because we don't know what is going to happen. I said, don't worry. I'm with you nobody shooting around the country and so easily you can walk around the country but no problem no need to have fear because we have peace there but we don't have that many things so anyway now people are tired with these material things then people are looking for other options alternatives it's very interesting to me what people are looking for now after they get tired and exhausted about the material things People are thinking, what are the other options I have to make my life happy? Then people thinking yoga, holistic lifestyle, or meditation. So people searching for all those things. Be careful. Right? You have all those options now. All the gurus, all the swamis, all the monks, all the nuns. Everybody is here in this country. Now, more than doing meditation, you can do shopping. You can shop around meditation. So two girls came to me and said, Bhante, we are going to New York City to do a mindfulness training program. They are practicing at the temple, they're school teachers. I said, Sure, no problem. After two weeks, they were at the temple. I asked, How was it? I was so curious to know about the program. Then they said, Okay, it is okay. What is that means? It is not okay. So then I was asking more questions: how much did you spend for that program? Oh, Bhante, we spent 1500 Now mindfulness is very expensive, this country. <laughs> very expensive. Why? Everything is commercialized. So, then they said, we learn a lot of theories. But Bhante, good thing about this program, end of this program, they issued us a certificate. We love that. <laughs> now we are mindfulness-trained teachers. But we are not mindful, but we can teach it. <laughs> That's what happened to mindfulness now. Therefore, I can see, even that there's a traditional way the church doing, church is doing, every time when I go to the church services, they can see Bante Sujata's sermon. I don't like to give sermons. I don't want to. I am not a preacher. So what I am doing a monk, as a monk, now this is my 40th year being a monk. So what I'm doing with people, I'm sharing my practice with people. I'm not preaching, I'm not giving a sermon. So therefore, now people are thinking, if I have money, I can buy mindfulness. One man at the wedding came to me and sitting next to me, I know wife really well, he said, I, you know, my wife really talking about you highly. I really want to learn how to practice mindfulness, can, I, can you teach me? I said, sure, you can come to the temple. You are not far from me. Then he said, no, that's not my style. I don't want to come to the temple. I'm a famous person. I don't know if he's famous or not. But he said, I'm a famous person. I'm a business owner. I don't want to sit in front of people and meditate. People recognize. I get it. So then I said, no problem. Then he made the deal with me. He's a business owner. How about you come to my house and teach me and my wife how to practice mindfulness? I said, I will do that. Then I said, Wednesday morning, 10 to 11, I will be in your home. Right after I come from date, time, and date, he asked traditional American question. What is that? How much do you charge? Like 18 years ago, He asked this question, I felt so uncomfortable. Why being a monk, I never talk about the money. I do my service, people do their service. So that's how we did as a monk. Now I'm a little bit comfortable being here in this country. Otherwise I can't live here in this country. That moment I felt very uncomfortable. I said, no, there's no charge for mindfulness or meditation. It is free of charge. Then he made his face and looking at me, really? You are giving your service free? I don't want it. (laughs) Then he said, I don't want it. I need something quality. I don't want anything free or cheap. That's America sometimes. So then I don't know what to say or what to do. I was so quiet. But he's not quiet. He's keep thinking, I feel the tension because I'm sitting next to him. Then he tapped me again and said, I cannot believe you are not charging. Your service is cheap. Now he's, I felt little he's insulting me. Now I don't know, I know how to handle the situation, so I'm so quiet. The third time when he asked the same question, perfect answer came to my mind. When he asked, you don't charge your meditation or your mindfulness, I said, my mindfulness practice is priceless. The moment I said it is priceless, he's totally shut down. Then, after a few minutes later, he said, I really like you. (laughs) Then I said, I really like you too. No problem. Then he said, come and teach me. So I was teaching three months at this house. Now think about, after mind change, everything will change. Now I become a part of their life. Because wife said, 20 years I separated from my husband in the same house we were sleeping in the two separate bedrooms because we are mad each other now after meditation they came together I did the private wedding for them now every fancy vacation they are going every year they are inviting me sometime I'm joined with them one time I asked him hey now you have money why you are working hard no need to make more money no Bhante, you are wrong why I'm making more money not for me I'm making money for the world think about his mind is changed You know, he built 15 houses in Sri Lanka for poor people. Now, money is not bad, money is not evil. The problem is the mind. Now, still he's a business owner, whole family is meditating, children are meditating. They are so loving and kind, helping people. That is meditation. Make sense? That is meditation. Now I'm going to tell you, when you are practicing meditation or mindfulness, how do you know you are doing well? How do you know you are doing well? After I am doing the 10 day retreat, one lady came to me and asked last question, Bhante, I was practicing mindfulness last 10 days with you. My last question is, after 10 days practicing with you, where I'm at, I want to know. I made my face, I was looking at her. I said, how do I know where are you at? Last 40 years I'm practicing, still I'm trying to figure out where I'm at. Then I just walk away. That's my nature. (laughs) So anyway, I knew she's not happy about my answer, she's behind me. Then she came to the kitchen and said, Bante, you didn't give me an answer. I said, I did. But I'm not happy about it. Then I said, that's not my problem then. (laughs) Right? So anyway, I said, okay, I understand, sit down, let's talk about it. After 10 days, I'm talking to these people. I talk another hour to explain to her Now I'm explaining to you same thing. How do you know? When you are practicing mindfulness or meditation you are getting better number one. This is my personal journey too Okay, when I am practicing meditation, I figure it out my self-loving kindness getting better in my life every single day when I'm practicing mindfulness I'm really loving to myself, I'm paying attention to my body and my mind. Some people paying attention to their body, they are not paying attention to their mind. Some group of people, they are paying attention to their mind, they are not paying attention. I call it, it is imbalance. your practice. You have to respect your body, taking care of your body. Same time, you have to take care of your mind. That quality getting better in your life when you are practicing meditation. The second one, when you are practicing meditation, your compassion is getting better. Your compassion, what is the compassion? Whatever you are practicing inside, that sensitivity you are putting outside. Now that means you are feeling others' challenges and difficulties and problems. Then you want to help them. That's a big deal here in this country. Now all the monks, all the spiritual teachers, all the counselors, all therapists, they all are in trouble because of this compassion word. Now, modern therapies, they are using a word, compassion fatigue. So, you feel others' problem. End of the day, you feel you are taking all the problems into your life. If you are doing that, that is not compassion. Does make sense? First, you have to feel inside you their problem. Then, you have to think, how I'm going to help you Without hurting to myself. That is the compassion. One girl came to see me driving hour and half. And the moment she see me, she start to cry. I was sitting there calm and quiet. I gave her tissue. After she was crying like 15 minutes emotional, she was looking at me and she said, "Bante, I'm very sorry. Crying and emotional in front of you. Did I make you so emotional? I said, not at all. When I say not at all, she was so upset. (laughs) I was so honest. I said, when you are crying and sad, I didn't take it. What I did, I am listening to these people, those kind of people, every single day, last many years. I have many moments, end of the day, in my life, I was sad. Because I'm taking those problems into my life. One day, I wake up in the morning. I was tired and exhausted. I was making my decision. If I keep doing this job, rest of my life, I have to take care of myself, not to taking others' problems as my life. Then I said, that's not my problem. Then she asked me, if you don't feel my problem, how you are, how you are going to help me? I said, that's it. You got it. If I become your problem, how I'm going to help you? What I did, when you come to me with your problem, I separated myself from your problem. But I can see through, like a screen, I can see through what exactly happening in your life. Then I was so mindful and loving how I'm going to help you without hurting to myself. That is the compassion that quality also getting better now think about last 40 years i'm working with people now think about if i'm taking all the problems into my life end of the day how do you feel therefore keep helping people compassionately without hurting to yourself okay the third one when you are practicing meditation your sympathetic joy or appreciative joy getting better That means opposite of jealousy. So now think about somebody buy a brand new house, your family or your friend. You go and tell them, I'm so happy you bought a house. I'm so happy for you. You bought a car, I'm so happy for you. You passed the PhD, I'm so happy for you. In Buddhist tradition, we say rejoicing together. We go and enjoy that joyful moment with that person. How beautiful. That is what we call the sympathetic joy, that quality also getting better. The next one is the fourth one is keep your mind even, equanimity. So when we, our, nature of our mind always going back and forth, bouncing, lots of emotion, good and bad, happy and unhappy, always our mind going back and forth, living duality our life always live in duality that's why end of the day we are tired and exhausted why our mind is bouncing when you are practicing meditation you are maintaining our mind even mind one time i'm getting ready for um, evening class in downtown chicago one of my students from wisconsin called me and said bante emotionally today i feel i'm drained i need your help i don't have a car can you come to my house sit with me I was asking a couple of questions, it's not urgent. He has all the tools. I said, I cannot make it today, you can handle it. Being a Buddhist monk, very difficult for me to say no. Now being here many years, I know how to say no now, because American people trained me how to say no, thank you so much. So I said no, he didn't like it. So the moment I said no, I cannot come, come to your house today, what he said, you are the most unkind monk I ever met. <laughs> Then he hung up the phone What I had to say, nothing, I just Laughed the phone and I did my class I was so happy myself Because I didn't take it personally So next Saturday when I'm teaching meditation At the temple, I opened my eyes This man sitting in front of me Then he came to me Bante, I want to apologize Apology is a good thing But I ask for what? I want to apologize to you I said you didn't do anything wrong to me you did wrong to yourself. That means you had to apologize to yourself. Now you are telling me I'm a good monk. Nothing to do with me. That's how you see me. So therefore, when you say I'm a good monk, I'm a bad monk, I don't you know, live my life like that. So therefore, I'm confident about my own journey. So if you say I'm a bad monk, that's your problem. Now you are telling me I'm a good monk still it is yours so that's the even mind so we keep our mind even therefore don't give power to other people to control your life so another story came to my mind there was a monk he's running a temple in village setup he's very good and committed for his journey then and also this monk is so handsome Good looking guy. And so there was a young lady in the village. She was really falling in love with this young man. Then one day she had a time, she expressed her feeling, I really like you. Then monk said, No, I'm very committed, sister. I cannot do it because these people are taking care of me. I cannot do that. I'm really happy about my journey. She was keep asking, keep asking, didn't work. Now what happened is turned into anger. Now she had the affair with another man in the village. She's she was pregnant. Then parents asked, Who is the father? Right away she was thinking this is the time to get the revenge. The moment parents asked, Who is the father? Right away she said, monk at the temple. Now what happened? People love this monk. They ran to the temple and insulted him. You are a cheater. You you know, broke our heart, we never donate you again, we are not supporting you, Uh, you have to get out of this temple, you know, otherwise you have to live by yourself. Then monk was listening to those explanations and he said, okay. That's the only word he said. Okay. Now baby was born. The parents cannot handle it. Hold the baby, ran to the temple. You are a cheater, you are the father, you have to raise the baby. Then monk hold the baby and said, Okay. Took the baby then now this monk raising this baby now working in the field working so hard raising a baby now baby is two years old now mother see this beautiful baby she feels jealous now she need her baby back she expressed to the parents no he's not the father i need my baby back fisherman in the village he is the father Then people ran to the temple and said, apologize, very sorry, bow to him and said, you cannot do this job, please give the baby back. Then monk said, okay, take the baby. Now think about it. Can you have that kind of mindset? We need lots of practice. I am telling you, it will work. Otherwise I'm going to quit. (laughs) I'm telling you, it is working. Uh, this is my personal experiences in life. It is working if you're really working on it. Then two more qualities. When we are practicing meditation, another quality getting into your life, every problem we have, there's a root. What is the root of all your problems? Everything is ego-related. I, my, and mine. I can give a whole another two-hour talk about it right about ego everything is ego related whatever problem you have in your mind everything is related to i my or mine all the fight all the killing each other whatever negativity is happening in the world root is ego or greed so therefore you are getting better with that quality okay the so when you are getting better with less ego You have less ego. What will happen? There's a great quality come to your mind. You become so humble. But don't become a doormat. Make sense? You know, everything is ego related. Then you become so humble. Don't become a doormat. What you have to do then? Even you have less ego. When people are trying to play the game with you, learn to be a cobra. What cobra does? Hiss. Please hiss but don't bite that's what I'm doing as a, you know the leader in the community I know how to hiss really well but I don't bite so otherwise people are using like a doormat, the last one is when we are practicing meditation, we all understand true nature of life which is impermanence if you understand impermanence Life is so beautiful. If you understand impermanence, you are the one going to have lots of fun. If you don't understand the word impermanence, you are so depressed. So, sometime when I'm doing retreat, I don't want to be serious. When I'm serious, people become double serious. One time I was doing a retreat in Costa Rica. And so in the morning after first day breakfast, people are talking then i was walking to the dining area then moment i walk in they stopped talking then i knew they are talking about me then i said i know you guys are talking about me what's going on i asked then they said "Bante, we are so worrying about our beloved monk after breakfast we are going to um, beach and also we are going for zip lining we are thinking what we are going to do for you you are a monk I said, who said I'm not coming to zip lining?" <laughs> then they are looking at me, do you join? I said, of course, why? I said, maybe sooner or later I'm going to die. Until then I had to enjoy my life. I know life is going to change. I know I'm going to die. Is it okay while I'm doing zip lining? I will die, it's a happy way to die so that means even I'm practicing meditation I know the word impermanence after I understand it deeply then I can have lots of fun in your life but you have to have big question mark how you are going to have fun without hurting to myself without hurting to others so let's summarize what are the six things I said when you are practicing meditation you are getting better first one your loving kindness getting better for your physical body and your mind your compassion getting better what is the compassion how i am going to help you without hurting to myself the third is sympathetic joy or appreciative joy rejoicing together you know whatever good happened in others life number four Uh, Equanimity Maintaining your mind in even mind Not going up and down Bouncing mind Number four is What is that Everything is related to ego We have to reduce and we have to work on our ego Then we become so humble But don't become a doormat Number six Understand the word of impermanence And go and have fun that is the seven qualities when you are practicing meditation you are doing well in your life those qualities are not getting better in your life please stop that meditation that means meditation doesn't work you have to find something else sometimes people are so used to sitting on the cushion oh i did eight hours meditation for what i can see lots of addicts here in this country drug addict, alcoholic, and all those addicts. Now, in the spiritual community, there's another addict I can see. I call the cushion addicts. They are so addict, they are cushioned, sitting on the cushion. Right after they go away from the cushion, they are the same annoying, difficult, painful people. <laughs> I have seen it in my life. Therefore, cushion is not your practice. Cushion is your training time. Practice is in your real life. Therefore, please practice in your real life. Don't attach to the cushion. So thank you so much everybody. One thing I want to announce, when you go outside, you can see my table, all the choose loving kindness item and books and t-shirts last 22 years. This church helped me so much. I am helping 300 pregnant mothers, teach them how to practice loving kindness every day. And I believe if mother going wrong, world is going wrong. If mothers are doing well, world is peaceful. Therefore, I have so much love and respect for all the women in the world. Therefore, I donated 22 incubators and one ultrasound scanner for the mothers. Whatever you purchase today from my table, all the proceeds go into the mothers and the babies. So thank you so much. Thank you.